0: Welcome to Beltway Talk, the podcast
1: of the American International Automobile Dealers Association, where we examine the intersection between politics and the automobile retail industry. I'm your host, Hannah Oliver.
0: And I'm Libby Newman, standing in for Hannah Oliver. Today's episode of Beltway Talk is brought to you by CNA National, the industry's most highly awarded service contract provider. On this episode of Beltway Talk, we're joined by Cody Lusk president and CEO of the American International Automobile Dealers Association. Cody has nearly 25 years of DC experience, including time spent as a chief of staff on the Hill and as a liaison for the Department of Commerce. Today, he's here to talk to us about tariffs, autos, and why dealers should be paying attention. Welcome, Cody.
1: Great to be here. Thank you, Libby.
0: Thank you for joining us. So uh, we had a really big, we trade nerds and... uh, Auto nerds here in DC had a really big weekend. Can you just talk to our listeners a little bit about what happened?
1: Well, just over nine months ago, the Department of Commerce opened an investigation into whether uh, automobile imports and parts imports were a quote, threat to national security. And they were had a due date of uh, Feb- February 17th uh, to deliver that to the pres- uh, president. Uh, and they at t- roughly 10:22 pm. on Sunday evening, they delivered that report to the President. <laughs> now, unfortunately, that's about all we know. Uh, it wasn't released to the public. They do have to make it public at some point down in the future. But uh, now the President has 90 days to sort of go over the report and then another 15 days to to report those findings to Congress. But essentially, the President now, has this report that we don't know what's in it, but uh, we do know that he has made no secret of his love of tariffs, and we do know or do feel strongly that auto tariffs are part of that uh, solution uh, offered to him.
0: So this 232 report, something similar happened to the steel and aluminum industries, correct?
1: Yes, this is exactly what happened with steel and aluminum, except for the standpoint that the steel industry was actually... Uh, looking for relief. Uh, The aluminum industry not so much, at least not in the form of uh, of tariffs, but uh, no one in the auto sector has asked for this, but everybody in the auto sector will pay a price if the tariffs are levied because this would impact every single vehicle sold in the U.S., uh, even those that aren't imported because there's no vehicle that's built with 100% U.S. parts. So American consumers will pay more uh and across the board as a result of this Uh, and so the auto industry is united in opposition to these tariffs and uh, so we're hopeful that we can get through to the president and uh, make these go away or the threat go away
0: so that kind of brings me to my next question what happens next now that this report has been uh, delivered to the white house what should dealers be watching for well
1: i think we have to sort of assume the worst and hope for the best and assuming the worst the president has made you know has mentioned several times that he thinks that there should be higher tariffs on auto imports uh, coming into the u.s he said this on multiple occasions has tweeted this out so we have to assume that one of the tools in his arsenal his 232 arsenal would be to impose uh, tariffs on imported autos obviously this was a huge sector of of Our membership, uh, given that we represent international line makes, even though the majority of of what our dealers sell is built in the U.S., and that's a great story to tell, uh, they would still be impacted because of the parts and other vehicles that are imported. So you're going to see prices go up across the board at a time when our industry can really least afford it, and consumers, quite honestly, can least afford it.
0: And, I mean, why you said prices would go up, but why else should dealers care? Like, What would the impact on the industry look like?
1: The studies we've seen in the analysis was this would drastically increase prices. It would eliminate, you know, almost a million jobs, uh, it would reduce the SAR by 2 million units. So you'd be a huge se- uh, hit to our sector uh, uh, and much less but it, it, you pay more for car repairs, the customer. So everything that impacts a consumer and their automobile would be impacted in a negative way as a result of this.
0: So I understand that, you know, dealers will be some of the first to be hit by this, and they're obviously concerned, but I have to think automakers are concerned too. Are we? Are they responding in any way?
1: Well, we we're the auto sector uh, right now is united in opposition to this, so we're working very closely with all of the manufacturers on this issue. Obviously, some would be more impacted than others. There's also the, the president has the authority to do this on a country-by-country basis. He could really do anything he wants, so we do think there are some of our uh, – uh, members and some of those manufacturers that may be at more risk than others, but this is really about the the industry staying together, united, because what hurts one segment hurts everybody.
0: So, what is AIADA doing in response to this 232 report?
1: Well, uh, we we've uh, filed comments, we've testified on this issue, we've had uh, appeared before Congress to testify on this issue to explain really the, the negative implications would have for our dealers, their consumers, their employees. Uh, right now, when we're working with the industry on this issue, but most importantly, we need to educate everybody uh, about the negative implications this would have. That's why uh, April 9th and 10th, we're going to have a fly-in where we're going to bring uh, dealers from across the country in, uh, and to meet with their members of Congress to explain the impact that this uh, tariffs would have on their products, their employees, their consumers. You know, Congress gets caught up in the day to day. A sort of a 15-minute intervals of their schedule of what's going on that day and sometimes don't see the big picture. And it's up to the constituents to explain to them uh, policies and things that could go on. So we need dealers to, uh, one, contact the White House, uh, let them know uh, that this would be bad policy, but also educate their members of Congress on how uh, terrible this would be for our industry.
0: And part of that education is kind of understanding how the U.S. uses tariffs now. For example, you don't hear much about the 25% truck tariff for all trucks being imported into the U.S.
1: Right. In the 1960s, it shows you how temporary tariffs can last a long time and and bad policy can last a long time. We have a a 25% tariff on imported pickup trucks that was put on in the 60s as a result of a dispute with western germany over frozen chicken parts <laughs> and that temporary tariff is still on the books today and is a reason why a lot of our members don't really have a pickup truck to sell and uh, so it shows you and you often don't hear a lot about that we hear a lot about our two and a half percent import car tariff but the 25 percent truck tariff is a huge issue and, uh, and 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 it's really out of line with the rest of the world when it comes to tariffs
0: yeah So we know what AIADA is doing. What can dealers do to push back against this? uh, You know, sounds like business killing tariffs.
1: Well, and then, you know, the the real issue is the, the impact of the tariffs, but also the uncertainty. We don't know, you know, the, the not knowing about what's coming down the road. Will that freeze investment from the manufacturers? Will that cause consumers to maybe hold off purchasing something or, you know, maybe delay that? We don't know, but, you know, uncertainty is never good for, for business. And But we need one uh, our dealer members to educate themselves. Go to AIADA.org. And uh, we've got a website that's got all the information you need, all the facts and figures. If they're meeting with their local officials or meeting with their members of Congress, you know, understand how bad this would be for our industry. Again, hopeful, hopefully this will never come to fruition, but you also need to be prepared uh, in the case that the media is going to start picking up on this. You might have reporters coming to the dealership. So uh, they need to be armed with the facts and figures and all the analysis that has been done that supports our points.
0: One thing that the AIADA chairman, Howard Hakes, talked about at our last board meeting, at our annual meeting and luncheon, was getting 100% of dealers involved. You know, we're used to just having the same guy show up again and again at our events, but it needs to be different this year, right?
1: Well, and I think that there's no question that politics have turned a lot of people off. There's it's almost become blood sport in some circles, and it's really become too much of our life. But this isn't about politics, as Bob Carter of Toyota said at our luncheon. This is about policy, and the policy isn't right, and it isn't right for our members. It isn't right for their businesses. It isn't right for their customers. It isn't right for their employees, and it's on us to help set that right and to make that right. And you can only do that if you're here. If you only can do that, uh, you can't rely on your neighbor to talk about uh, the impacts to your business. It's up to the owners themselves to talk about it.
0: Cody, thank you so much for joining us and for explaining a little bit what's going on. I really appreciate it. And as a reminder to all of our listeners, you can go to www.aiada.org to find out more about our April 9th and 10th fly-in and register today. Thanks for listening, and please join us again next time for Bellway Talk.